Thank you so much for joining us. I am Ali Sultan, and with me as always, my co-star, my mother. Mona <laughs> Shamsan. <laughs> What's going on, Mom? How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Are you excited to do this again? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Did you listen to the first one? Yes, I did. How did it feel uh, listening to your own voice? And Did it feel weird? Uh, I was um, a little nervous before I listened to it. And when I listened to it, it sounds like natural. So It sounded natural. It sounded uh, good. Yeah. You're a professional. You have it in you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like mother, like son, right? <laughs> so I got, uh, before we start, um, uh, you know, I did share this, um, uh, the episode on uh, iTunes. I shared it on Google Play, and mm-hmm. Greg, my fine producer, what was the other thing that we shared it on? Stitcher? Um, yep, Stitcher. Stitcher, that's right. the name. Uh, and it's also on my website, alisultancomedy.com, uh, and uh, I shared it on our Facebook page, um, uh, Stories with My Muslim Mom. And, you know, uh, yesterday I got most of the like, uh, reviews, mm-hmm. and it's really good when you have reviews without asking. Sure. Uh, like people just took the initiative to be like, hey, I listened to your podcast. Uh, it was great content. I enjoyed the relationship between you and mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people that knew me said, hey, brought like really like the, the best side of you. Uh, you know, you were, you know, they, they enjoyed the, like, I think the element of love that we have, you know, in, in real life and, and, and on the podcast. Yeah. But I want to read this specific one uh, to you, mom. And I think I've sent it to you. Are you ready to be modest? Uh, this person said hey there full disclosure I am a white male conservative who has in the past expressed anti-immigrant views I've grown a lot but still want you to know my background for context Uh, the perception from the American right is that women in Muslim countries are oppressed in countries like Yemen and yes the stigma still exists. But I thought that even the act of starting divorce proceedings had to be started by the men. So it was cool to hear that your mom realized her first marriage was bad and got a divorce. Shows a strength and a courage in spite of a stigma, and that is inspiring. Hmm. And then he wanted to ask a question. Is What was about America that made you want to get there? She said education, but why were the other countries that offered education inadequate? Mm-hmm. So that's a good way to start. First of all, thank you, uh, former um, bigot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, uh, lovely person, for listening to this podcast and, and for saying so many kind things. That's one thing I really hoped. You know, like one thing that personally bothers me is when I, like, say I walk in public and I just take a, a glance of people looking at my mom with like pity or like a, with a sympathy like they think that she's like this oppressed person and I'm like dude you, you have no idea this is the baddest motherfucker you'll ever meet sorry for a cursing mom <laughs> uh, but uh, so let's let's start with that what about America was appealing to you uh, let's start with I want to thank that guy that what's his name Garrett is his first name okay I just want to thank you yeah okay, thank you Absolutely. Um, why America? Yeah. Uh, I've been, I visit so many countries, not money, but I've, like London, I've been in Paris, and I've been in Holland. What else? Germany. Germany. 
And I've been, I, I, uh, my, from my first uh, visit to America, I was here, as I mentioned last, last time, mm-hmm. I've been here for a workshop. And, uh, yeah. And that time I realized how friendly is uh, American people. I felt like uh, I don't feel I don't I never have that feeling that I I am a guest or a newcomer to the country. Hmm. Uh, people are was nice enough and still I I feel that way. They are so friendly, hmm. uh, and it's easy for me. Of course, it's uh, English language other than other language, and plus I ha- I know friends. In America, mm-hmm. I know people how. I'm. I know some uh, people has success story living Wait, in America. You know people that, that came here and were able to get success, yeah. become successful. And um, ev- you know, everybody knows, or so, so many people know, especially immigrant. This is um, uh, the immigrant country, mm. America. Yes. So that time there was a friend of. Uh, it's not, they're not a friend, but I uh, I meet them, yeah. and then they were. This is the first time you came to America. Yeah. Yeah. You met the, at a that time. They uh, they they suggest that I can stay here, and they then they're gonna do they this and that. Uh, Ethiopian American. Ethiopian American. And then I say no, no, I'm not here to stay. Uh, I'm here. To go I back. Go back. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, let me ask you a couple of questions there, and to just clarify on the things mm. that you, you were just saying. So he said one thing that encourages you is how nice Americans are. Mm. So define, like when you say Americans, do you mean the Ethiopian person? Do you mean... Do no, you no, mean no. Your, I, I mean American-American. American-American. <laughs> yeah. Like you thought meaning like the people that have been here for generations. Yes. You thought they were friendly. Yeah. So what is that? What's what define friendly? Meaning like means if I, I for example at that time mm-hmm. when I was when you're brand you're, new for uh, uh, the country, if I if I ask for direction, not only sh- uh, describe the direction, no, they can follow me, mm-hmm. uh, uh, walk with me the, to. So, so if you, you ask know. for direction, they'll not only give you direction, they'll walk yeah. to. Where was this? This is in San San Santa Cruz, and then. People always friendly and say, how are you That's today in, and stuff. In like California, that. right? Okay, so you were your your perception of America is mainly influenced by being at a very probably super liberal area. I want to say that area. Mm-hmm. You, you went to like San Francisco is low to be like no one to be like like a very liberal, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. She just said in Arabic. Uh, by the way, they were all whites. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So here's a question for you: mm. That same friendliness that you found in the Bay Area, mm. did you find that same friendliness in Minnesota? Because you list of the places you lived in. You lived in Minnesota, and you went there first, uh, and you lived in Maryland. I want to say. Oh, Maryland! I just. I was there just for two months. Two months, okay. So, how are people in Maryland? How were you? How did you feel there? Because America, we can't make generalized uh, statement about America like it's one thing. America is very diverse. You know, you know, treatment is going to differ from place to place, right? Mm. You know, like uh, um, Alabama might not be the same experience as the Bay Area, as, as Duluth, as uh, even North Dakota. As you know, it's, it changes. So, what was the feel? What's the feel like? In places like Maryland, and what remained constant, what remained the same, no matter where you went. In Maryland, um, 
I don't feel the same. I mean, a little different. Okay. Even it was short time. Uh-huh. But it was a little different. It was a little different. Was it as friendly or no? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, you didn't feel well. Did you feel welcome? Kind of. Kind of, sort really. of. Yeah. But you didn't feel like a foreigner. No. That's what remains constant yeah. is you don't feel like a foreigner. That I can agree to. Mm-hmm. It's and I think what it is about America that makes us feel comfortable. Like for example, we uh I think what you were saying, like the there's an aggressive you're not welcome here vibe certain places and sometimes it's verbal. Like when we went to London, I remember at the airport the woman asked you, Why do you people keep coming to this country? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep, yeah. that was a verbal thing that that person said when we got there. Just a Why? random person? person that worked at the airport. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. And then the second experience is, uh, is uh, the hotel person kicked us out from the hotel. Uh, yeah, yeah it, was, it was like a, just aggressive racism when we got there, right? Mm-hmm. And really, when I, if I lived there and if I stayed in London, I would still feel like a foreigner, right? Yeah. Because it's, it's like a, it's a white country, you know. But in America, the, the feel that makes you feel like you're not a foreigner because it's a country of immigrants, you know. It's a story of people came from all around the world mm-hmm. because they were trying to find uh, a better life or, or unfortunately for um, Af- African-Americans, and, and there was no choice there. But for, you know, most of us, uh, it's, a story, it's a place of for immigrants, right? And mm-hmm. that's something that's uh, kind of like... You know, especially uh, these times, forgotten. You know, I can speak and say at, for, uh, like an American and be like, I'm American, and he has yeah. my views about America. I can feel patriotic because I really see myself as an American. Because, you know, unless you're a Native American, you have no business of making me feel like I don't belong here or I'm not from here because I, I, I feel invested in this country. Right. Yeah. So I think that's kind of what you're saying, right? Mm-hmm. It's just because, you know, it's people from everywhere. It's not just that, but it's just a feeling, you know. You think there's a vibe, a feeling mm-hmm. that makes you feel... Let's say if you go somewhere else, like uh, in Europe, they don't tell you anything bad, mm-hmm. except, you know, what happened. Except what but we just still, <laughs> they don't feel that friendly. They're they're not nice enough. You don't feel it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, are, they don't have that little talk. Mm. You know? What do you mean, little talk? Like here, I mean... Small talk, small talk, small talk. Which is little. I like little talk over small talk. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like small sounds talk. more fun. I, I, like, yeah. <laughs> I enjoy little talk. Yeah. Um, yeah, better than small talk and stuff like that. Uh, it's, 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 nationalism in America is not as transparent, I feel like. I don't mean a lot of like white people that go, oh, you good at, you know, there's a lot of, I think, acceptance too here. Or maybe you know, mm. I don't know. And another reason why America, <coughs> uh, you know, because I know people here. You have to know somebody when you go yeah. travel. Yeah, when you decide people. to go somewhere yeah. and to live, and uh, the big reason is because American people are friendly. Are friendly to you, yeah. To me, at to least. You. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, not all of them. Not all. Yeah, there is some, but enough. You know, of, there's enough good people here that you feel like uh, it's uh, the majority. You know? The majority of people mm. you've met in America has been friendly. Maybe I'm lucky. I think I'm lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair mm. enough. Mm. Except when they vote, huh? <laughs> 
them. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, that's how it works here. It's just mm. like they wait till, <laughs> you know, because. But uh, you know. there, there were people who disappointed from the uh, from uh, Trump coming. People uh, are disappointed too. by Trump. I mean, yeah. in the church, there were in the, the church that I work. They were crying that the day. That he was. Uh, yeah. oh, you should explain. You, you work at a church, right? Yeah. On Sundays. Sundays, yeah. Which is adorable. And how? What's your relationship with that church? Wow. Yeah, I love that that place. You know, I love the people. I love the way they treat us as a Muslim. We we go to their place for Thanksgiving on on Thanksgiving. We share Thanksgiving with us, um, um, the people from the church, mm-hmm. and they invite us to their big home and. Mayflower Church there, mm. really. The Mayflower Church, yeah. Mm. And your husband now works for them, too, and they love oh, yeah. him. <laughs> mm-hmm. And a friend of mine. And a friend of yours, mm. yeah. And I remember when election happened, they gave you an email saying, you know, don't be afraid. And well, Yeah, we are here for you. Don't be afraid. If something happened, please let, let us know if we can help. They always pray for Yemen. Mm-hmm. Mm. You're an optimist. Mm. You always see the good in people, right? Mm-hmm. And that gives you, and that's where you focus on. Mm-hmm. You think so? I think so. Yeah, I focus on good <coughs> things. Always. And what affects you immediately? I wanna, I wanna stay positive. That's why. Okay, good. That's the way to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that that motivates change rather than being depressed and mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and give up. I guess. Okay. Do you want to talk a little more about America? Like, aside from, do you feel like you've answered why you came here? Hmm. What else? America is also cool as hell. <laughs> <laughs> America is cool. Like, that's what I know about America. Like, when I, the way I've learned about America is being a kid in Yemen playing in the streets and, and all these kids talk about, oh, there's this kid who went to America and he lives in America. There was a kid before my time that came, uh, that, that lived in America, that moved to America and they talked about him like he was this legend because he just happened to live in America and we, like, people will t- talk about Bill Clinton and do, you know, and then you would hear the music of Michael Jackson, uh, all the cool movies were from, from America, like, you know, it's just between Hollywood, music, uh, style, and sports, all these things, you know, were like, respected things were coming from that like as a kid for me it was like yeah it's the greatest country in the world <laughs> who, who don't who don't want to visit america uh, by the way i wasn't planning to to leave for good here you don't want to live here for good i wasn't planning that. you wanted to go back i where? was thinking that i'm gonna go back one day to yemen yeah but how did that work out <laughs> You're no, shaking your head. No, no way. <laughs> we don't even have an airport now. You can't even. No. Well, how is. <clears throat> After, I know when uh, the time of where, when Arab Spring started, mm-hmm. okay, there there was a hope. Say, okay, there is gonna, there is a big change is gonna go mm-hmm. and things gonna change in Yemen and Arabian country and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it turned to be bad. Is that when you realized I, I can't go back? When, uh, yeah, I mean not right now, but be, when the revolu- the Arab Spring go, they flipped over and when it, when it turned fell. to be bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no, no hope. Why, who want, Even the people who the the Yemeni people can't survive over there. There's no water, no electricity, mm-hmm. no airport, mm-hmm. no salary. 
How did good that, luck. How did that feel when you decided, when you felt, oh, there's no hope to come to go back? What, what the, how did that make you feel? Feel so bad. I don't, I don't wanna. I believe that hundred percent. You know, you need to keep hoping. Hope. Yeah, hope. You know, one day. I don't know how. It might, the situation might change. You want you want to keep hope that it might change and it will be possible one day. Uh huh. Mm. When I don't know. Yeah. Okay. And how was it? How did it feel uh, last time you were there? This is, you went before the Arab Spring, right? Yeah, it was 2014. Mm-hmm. How was it? Was it wasn't the same before. Everything is so expensive, and then you can hear the uh, the fight here and there. And what do you mean the fight here and there? Did you go to you, You've heard gunshots. Gunshot, yeah. From what? The Houthis were there. Were there. The uh, tried, uh, they were trying to to enter the capital city, Sanaa. Mm. Houthis are a group of people that are trying to. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. You see two group of people, um, who uh, one group support Houthis and the other um, against them. Yeah, so there's a division. Yeah, that time um, people still believe on Houthis, you know. Yeah, yeah uh, but uh, before I leave Sanaa, I left Sanaa, they already uh, occupied Sanaa with this. So they were occupying Sanaa while you were there? Mm-hmm. I didn't know this. Mm-hmm. Was it violent? A few days before I left. Before you left? Mm-hmm. Was it violent? Yeah. How many like well, how many gunshots are you hearing? Um, uh, there was a fight around, uh, you know, not in the city, but around, uh, surrounding the, uh, the city. Area. The area, yeah. And then they just uh, stay in and, you know, maybe hundreds of hoodie mm. in the streets of uh, airport. Mm. They're sitting there, staying mm. for days. Blocking uh, mm-hmm. people from leaving? Mm-hmm. So how did you leave? Mm, they still, uh, you know, they let people go. Some t- you, yeah, you have to go there is uh, not completely blocked. Okay. There is still no way to Ways go. to get out. Mm. That's about, did you feel in, like endangered? Uh, yeah, of course. But did you go with, uh, did you have a mirror? I have a mirror. Your daughter, me, yeah. yeah. How old was she? 11, 12, 11, okay. I think. So it was you and a mirror, and did you feel bad for putting her in? Like, or did you, like, you didn't think this is going to happen when you went there? I don't have the complete image what's going to happen, you know. People, some people say it's good, some people say it's bad, but uh, but I, uh, what I know, I have to leave, you know. You don't know what's going to come next, so hmm. we just left. You just left uh, America? Uh, Yemen. Yemen. And uh, before I, you know, they, uh, before you leave the, uh, to Yemen, they uh, warn you. Before you went to Yemen, yeah, it's, it's, it's they advise you not to go to Yemen. Mm. But you, you you just went. Well, they yeah. always advise us not to go. Yeah. Last time I went to Yemen, there was an advisory not to go there. Mm-hmm. So it's, that's why, like, you never know. <laughs> when yeah. was that? When was that? Uh, I went to Yemen probably. What? What? When did I go, Mom? Two thousand ten. Two thousand ten. Ten. Yeah. Okay. I think, and uh, or nine, one of the two. Nine, I think. Yeah, nine. Mm. That's an advisory not to go and blah, blah, blah. So we don't really take it super seriously, especially like now I do. Now I'd never go. 
But then, you know, like it was weird. I remember being in Yemen and then seeing the news about where I was, and there would be like a story about uh, explosion and da 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 and all this and fight and war and because the Houthis and uh, were fighting um, the the government, and I would be just chilling in the same spot. I'm like, oh, that's not that's not what's happening, you know. <laughs> but there were times I would like they had to block the Saudi embassy and there'd be like a bunch of protection because somebody tried to bomb it and stuff like that. But I didn't really see that much action at that point. Mm. But when the, uh, in 2014 when I was there, uh, you know, the whole uh, diplomatic uh, all already left Yemen. No embassies. The, all the embassies left opened. Yemen? Yeah. At the same time you were there? Yeah, before I arrived there. Before you arrived. Yeah, then you got there and now you're told that every embassy left mm-hmm. the airport. How, how long, when did the airport shut down from the time you left? Oh, when the, uh, the fight starts. Okay, when is that? After you left? Uh, within days, within months, within a year? Four years ago. Four years ago, when, when Saudi started throwing bomb. When Saudis got into mm. so The first day she started Way after you left then? Mm, yeah, a few months later. A couple months mm. later, the airport mm. is... That's what I'm trying to get into. Mm. So that means... Pretty close. If, yeah, super close. So that means if you were there within that... we If you if it was... If you were there at that same exact moment, mm. you might have been stuck or things oh, yeah. might have been different. That's crazy to be that close from... It's so crazy to imagine... Is it? I, I don't know really what yeah. he meant away from that yeah and just because I haven't seen that firsthand, at least this part of uh, what's the process like or, or the, or the aftermath, uh, aftermath of uh, this war I it's so hard to imagine it it feels like a movie mm. that you are true like you're right you know you don't want to fully believe it like because yeah. you didn't experience it firsthand when you were there so it's like because not- you hear about those things happening and you hear about your family is under imminent danger and that the airport is shut down. All this and, bombing. You know, and the bombing. and Every oh, night. At night. And, you know, all these, like, and Yemen being, like, now, like, the most tragic thing in the world, like, as far as, what's the, I don't know the wording I'm looking for, but it's, uh, like, one of the urgent you know like there's a lot of urgency that's needed because we were getting sick and all these like old diseases are coming back what's that one of the diseases that that one and and you hear all about all that hunger hunger yeah and and it just feels like a movie and you don't want to believe in it 100% because you know People still travel to Yemen from here, but yeah, it's it is. Um, Somebody, a friend of mine I met in uh, in San Francisco a few months ago went to Yemen, and then came back. Yeah, it takes like uh, twelve hour f- from uh, Aden. Which yes. is the way to, to do it now, you go to Aden. You gotta go to a different part of Yemen. That's where the airport is functional, and then you take uh, travel bus. bus or whatever. And you gotta go through twelve hours of checkpoints, right? Mm-hmm. And mountain, all that stuff. It should take an hour, really, right? Uh, maybe three hours. Three four hours, hours uh, maximum. But, but mm-hmm. now, because of the checkpoints and stuff, and you're not guaranteed if you're gonna make it or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, if you guys want to travel to Yemen, now is a good time. <laughs> Tickets yeah. are cheap. 
So when I was in Yemen the last time, it was uh, there is no electricity, but from the neighbor the uh, they plug, you know, they share electricity they for share, for few few hours. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing I'd say. Let's end on a positive note. Mm. One thing I'd say about from what I've hear about back home and stuff, I do uh, think it's beautiful how people support one another in these extreme situations, right? Mm. Like my my ex-roommate used to think that we were possibly going to get into a nuclear thing and we're like, we lose all electricity and stuff like that. So he's just started like doomsday prepping, you know? So he's like buying, he's buying like uh, knives, ordering knives, ordering parts of a gun that he's going to assemble. And I'm like, dude, don't do that in a house where I'm the only Arab in here and they're going to think it's for me. Uh, and then and learning about like how to hunt and was, he has this whole big plan where he's going to go uh, west into the woods and all that stuff because he thinks the, the minute things go down, people are just going to go after him. But the truth is, from like looking at Yemen and places like that, when things go down, people actually like come closer and they rely on each other for survival. They share, like, you know, I heard mm-hmm. stories of sharing electricity, sharing water, uh-huh. sharing some, some people, food. they don't pay a rent. Some people don't pay. They, some, they, they don't even ask for they rent don't, anymore. Uh, yeah, they just, yeah. When they need forgive it. them. Yeah, when they need they it have. the most. Yeah. <laughs> so It's not everywhere, though. Some people, they don't, they, they kick them out. So yeah. But the majority is yeah. just helping each other. The majority is helping each other. And that's mm-hmm. a beautiful way to end the the podcast for today uh <clears throat> we'll come back soon uh, uh please 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 if you're enjoying any of this and you want us to continue making these episodes make my mother famous <laughs> by subscribing to itunes you know just uh leave some comments uh check out our facebook page messages let us know what you would love to hear about uh what we can go in depth uh with and all that good stuff thank you so much for listening i've been always on Woo! <laughs>